You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln. And we're coming today with another episode of Health, Hope, and Wholeness. And I wanted to share with you guys, because this is a brand new time for us. We were at 7 a.m. coming into this week. uh, And Monday morning, yesterday, was the first time that we were on at this 9.30 slot. And so I wanted to share with some of you new listeners uh, my story, because it really to understand someone's message, you have to understand where they came from. Uh, you, you, you talk about you know having to walk in someone's shoes for a mile before you really understand uh, what they're dealing with. And um, you know my my really understanding of chiropractic was shaped by what I went through because most people. Yeah, you know, they come to chiropractic for the same three issues. It's about neck pain, it's about back pain, it's about headaches, maybe it's about sciatica, maybe you heard somewhere that it might help with something else, but it really comes from a very medical mindset and understanding that chiropractic is essentially a pain treatment. And that's not at all where I come from. In fact, I, I started out in the ministry. Uh, I was, uh, I thought God had called me to something bigger and greater, and he has, uh, but I thought that meant going to seminary, maybe going to the mission field, maybe leading a church, and I was on that path, down that road. I even had a full-ride scholarship to Emanuel School of Religion in Johnson City, Tennessee, uh, which has since changed its name. I was taking classes uh, after having graduated from Georgia Tech at Atlanta Christian College to help prepare me for life in the ministry. And I was there, and I was beginning to realize that uh, this this call to the ministry as a full-time vocation is not for everyone. Just because you're raised in the church and that God's given you a message and given, given you a heart to serve doesn't mean that God's calling you to be a pastor. And so I, I figured that out very early on um, in my time at Atlanta Christian College while I was actively a pastor, that I was working full-time in the ministry. And I was uh, working with uh, the uh, housing department and making sure that we had men's Bible studies on campus, working with the chapel system, making sure that we had three different chapel services for all different types of students and their worship preferences on campus, uh, things that could minister to our uh, student population that was commuting, that was working on a daily basis, and just making sure that uh, these future ministers and business leaders at Atlanta Christian College were being raised up in the faith. But while I was doing so, I was getting a very clear signal that as some of these people, as some of my students were being called to the ministry full-time as a vacation, I wasn't. And so I began to search, and this is about the same time that I met my wife, and uh, she was on board with me as well, that no, uh, ministry was not my full-time vocational calling. It was, it was somewhere else, and we felt strongly with my science background, having gone through Georgia Tech and studied engineering and uh, gone through Calculus 4 and done all these physics classes, that really my strong science background uh, and this logic side of things really lent itself uh, in in uh, combination with my heart for helping people to uh, not the ministry, but to actually healthcare and getting into the health field as either a doctor or physician's assistant or a physical therapist or something along those lines. And it wasn't until several months later, as we'd been searching through this and I'd begun studying and preparing for the MCATs and looking for schools that I could get into, that we decided that uh, the, the best option was probably chiropractic. And at that point, I did think that I was going into chiropractic to be able to help people 
with their pain and with, you know, maybe some sports injuries and, you know, really not, not really fully understanding the history of chiropractic or where it was, just kind of being led down that path. And sometimes that's what God does is he starts leading us down a path in a direction that we should go, even when we don't fully understand why. And he reveals the why to it to us after we've begun getting closer to our destination and really fully understanding why we're there. And so I, I began chiropractic school not knowing why I was there, other than just knowing that generally I was designed and I was created with a purpose of helping people being able to overcome health conditions and health problems. And when I got to chiropractic school, one of the first things that they have us do is they have us take a chiropractic history class. And I learned that uh, the first chiropractic adjustment actually had nothing to do with pain. It was uh, an adjustment that was delivered to a deaf janitor who had lost his hearing. I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. And uh, from that, it's become a, a great uh, treatment for pain that doesn't involve any drugs or surgery and ultimately helps people save money and time and effort in getting back to feeling good. Well, not long after I'd learned about that, I started to hear some stories about how people had been able to overcome things like asthma and allergies and hearing problems and digestive issues and even some cases of type 1 and type 2 diabetes, autoimmune cases, people getting well from cancer. And about the same time that I'm hearing these stories, my mom calls me and she tells me, you know, just how proud of me she is for choosing to become a doctor and to get into the healthcare field and how, how good of a fit this is for me that she has always known that I was called to something great. And she says, you know, I, I really feel like this is God leading you back around to the first place where it started. And I said, well, why is that? And she said, well, you know, we went to the chiropractor when you were a kid, not because I was in pain or you guys were in pain, but because a chiropractor saved you, saved your life when you were just six months old. And I said, tell me more about that. You've never mentioned anything like that before. And she said, well, yeah, at, at two days old, I brought you home from the hospital with a clean bill of health. But at two weeks old, the day of your first well check, you came back from that and I was breastfeeding you and, and you quit breathing. You turned blue down to your elbows. And I freaked out. I, I rushed you to the emergency room. We resuscitated you along the way. And they monitored you overnight. And you quit breathing 14 times. But they had no idea what was going on. They had no idea what the cause of your breathing problem was. And you know, I said, well, what did you do? And they, she said, well, I did what the doctors told me, you know, which is you know, usually a good idea. But they sent me to a specialist. And this breathing specialist, he had no idea what was going on either. So he referred me to one of his colleagues, another specialist. And you ended up going to 12 different specialists or more just in the first six months of your life, we ended up at the University of Michigan Children's Hospital and their best guess as to what was going on is that you had sudden infant death syndrome and I just happened to be keeping you alive by catching it and resuscitating you every time. They gave me no hope. They gave me no treatment, just that hopefully you would grow out of it. And so, I, you know, not, not really knowing what to do, she had the whole time been asking her friends and family to pray for, to pray for me, to pray for, uh, you know, an option or wisdom for the doctors or something that would get 
them an answer. And it wasn't until her best friend happened to mention to her chiropractor that I was having breathing problems that we even began to broach the topic of chiropractic. Now, this was pretty early on in the process. And so my mom's best friend, Connie, came to my mom and said, you know, my chiropractor thinks he can help. Why don't you bring him in? And she said, you know, I've got all these specialist visits that I need to go to. We're too busy. I'm not getting sleep. I can't deal with a chiropractor right now. You know, just, you know, what does chiropractic have to do with breathing problems? But my mom's best friend cut, you know, kept on. And over the next several months, she asked her seven different times to take me to a chiropractor. And it wasn't until my mom was at the end of her rope and there were no other options available for her that she finally gave in and went to the chiropractor. And he was playing with me, just looking at my spine, just to see what was going on. And just in that you know, lit, quick first second of seeing me, he could tell exactly what was wrong. One eye was open larger than the other, and one pupil was dilated larger than the other. And he went right to the top of my neck. And he felt the top bone, which is called atlas. It was wrapped around my brain stem and the spinal cord and interrupting vestibular cochlear, or sorry, not the vestibular cochlear nerve. That was, uh, that was the first adjustment. The vagus nerve sends a branch out specifically to the lungs that helps with the parasympathetic control of breathing and respiration. And it was being choked off by the misalignment of atlas and that had happened because of the, the birth process. During, this, during my C-section, they were in a rush to get me out of there so quickly that uh, the, the jerking that they did on my neck to get me out actually created that disruption and it got so bad by the age of two weeks that the misalignment in my neck had actually choked off that vagus nerve. And he did one adjustment that day. And it was after that first adjustment, he said he could, my mom said she could see me relax. I'd never had a breathing problem again. And we went back week after week to have my spine checked because what that chiropractor taught my mom was that it's the interference to the central nervous system that will keep the body from healing and functioning faster than any other interference in the entire body. You know, you can survive for 30 days without food. You can survive for three days without water. You can survive for three minutes without air or oxygen, but you can't survive a single second without nerve supply. And so we continued to go back and have that checked year after year. But it, it, we ended up drifting away from that chiropractor to a more convenient location. We ended up at a pain-based chiropractor's office. And, and as good a guy as this guy was, his focus was what most chiropractors focus on. And that's pain that you're experiencing. And when you treat pain as a chiropractor, as a medical doctor, your goal stops where the pain stops. But if you're truly you know, what we've come to understand about chiropractic and the nervous system, if you're truly a holistic, wellness-based chiropractor, you understand that if you want someone to be truly well, you have to focus on 100% optimal function and healing, which is the World Health Organization's definition of health, which is Dorland Medical, Dorland Medical Dictionary definition of health. If we want people to be healthy, we have to focus on the ability of the body to heal and the ability of the body to function. And that comes from the central nervous system. That central nervous system, your brain, your spinal cord, and the nerve roots as they exit off, is designed to control every organ, cell, and tissue in your body. For your heart to beat, for your lungs to breathe, for a cut on your leg to heal, a signal has to go from your brain, run down the spinal cord, and out the nerves to every organ, cell, and tissue. It doesn't happen any other way. We cut the brain stem, all those things stop. We cut the nerves going to your heart, the heart stops. 
But if we don't do that, because it's very rare to do those things, because it's surrounded by bone. The spine is part of the central nervous system. It surrounds and protects your brain stem, your spinal cord, and your nerve roots as they exit off. It has a normal position, just like you have a normal blood pressure, normal temperature, normal, normal pulse. Your, your spine has a normal position. It should be straight from the front with three 45-degree curves from the side. In that position, there can be no pressure or damage to your central nervous system. There can't be any cutting of nerves. But when that's moved out of alignment, it by itself can actually do, do damage to the brainstem, to the spinal cord, and to the brain processing information coming back and forth. Even just left out of alignment by two millimeters or two degrees is enough to create a dysfunction between the brain and the cells and tissues at the other end of the nerve by as much as 60%, decreasing the function and communication by 60% if just the weight of a dime of pressure is all it takes. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that there are no misalignments in your spine. If you're dealing with neck pain, if you're dealing with headaches, if you're dealing with back pain, I encourage you to dial this number right now, 531-289-7100. Or you can go to our website, goodlifefamilychiropractic.com. But if you dial our phone number and you want to send us a text, just tell us that you want a consultation. You want to sit down with me and go over exactly what those things, those health problems you are that you need to overcome are. And what we'll do is we'll set up some goals for you. But again, that number 531-289-7100, our website, goodlifefamilychiropractic.com. I've been Dr. Jake. Join me again tomorrow for another episode of Ask Dr. Jake.